Have you ever been through a debilitating struggle that you just wondered how you would ever even get through? Today's guest, Tony Lantis, shares a story of resilience from her childhood battling a congenital facial defect through battles in school to trauma and abuse and even assault and domestic violence in her life. Tony is here to teach us about how she got through all that and came out the other side triumphant. Join us. Soul Nectar Show. The Soul Nectar Show. You're invited, delighted to discover who you are. Anything is possible if you believe. So join us on this beautiful journey. Soul Nectar Show. Soul Nectar Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our connection to that which is bigger than us, to the great mystery, to beyond the veil, to those synchronistic moments that lead us exactly to where we are meant to be, to have a big realization, an awakening, an opening, a direction that fulfills us greatly. And this is the yummy soul nectar of life. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird. I am so grateful and blessed that you are here with us today. And I want you to know that if this is you, if you're like, you know what? I'm done thinking that my life plan needs to follow the book that other people wrote for me. And you're like, I'm going to make my own life destiny plan. I'm going to tune inside and follow that path. And I'm just going to be carefree and courageous about it. Well, you might want to, you know, be in community with my tribe and check out what we got going on. So go to my website, kerryhummingbird.com, K-E-R-R-I, hummingbird.com, and book a little chat and we'll talk and see how I can serve you. In the meantime, let me serve you with another fantastic episode of Soul Nectar Show. Uh, Today, I have a new friend. I'm always making new friends, and I love them. They're all around the world, and it's amazing. And today, we have the amazing Tony Lantis with us. Welcome, Tony. Well, thanks, Carrie. It's wonderful to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Let me tell you a little bit about Tony so you guys get an idea of who this fantastic woman is. So after 35 years in nursing across many specialties and levels of health, Tony sat down in 2018 to write about her life after being encouraged to do so during her own healing and self-discovery process. So the result was Resilience, Memoir of a Broken Little Girl. And she discovered that she is actually a woman of strength and beauty. This book was published in 2019. She talks about her colorful life And it's a page turner that has you on the edge of your seat, wondering what happens next. We're going to hear about some of that tonight. So you get an idea of what Tony's Mm -hmm. been through. I don't want to give away too many of the details. But Tony now is um, a podcaster, and she's obviously an author. And she's out there really making a difference as as a messenger in the world and helping people to change the conversation on the planet to something quite more beneficial than maybe what we've been noticing recently. We have so many infinite opportunities to change the world. And that's really part of the message that Tony brings. And so I want to hear your specific story of waking up to you and your purpose. Tony, let's let's hear it. Bring it on. 
Oh, thanks, Kerry. It's lovely to be on the show with you. Um, soul Nectar actually is uh, nectar for my soul, so to speak. And it's been a long journey to get to this point and to be here talking to you. So um, I guess we should start at the beginning. Uh, I was born in a small rural town in uh, Queensland, Australia. And I was born with a congenital facial defect called a preauricular sinus. Happens to about 1% of the uh, population. And the problem with these little defects is that they get really infected. They're on your face or, or ear somewhere. And that's precisely what mine did. Um, by the time I was uh, about 18 months, it had been infected so many times and uh, they tried to correct it with surgery. The last surgery that they did, their uh, infection uh, and or surgery, they're not sure which. Um, my med medical records were not uh, easy to understand or find. Um, my left-sided facial nerve was completely severed and destroyed, which meant that from that young age, I had a left-sided facial palsy and I couldn't smile. So I'm not sure if uh, your listeners understand that going through life with the inability to smile or simply not wanting to smile because your smile is defective really impacts on the way that you interact with the world and the way the world interacts with you. So most of my life, people would either think that I was standoffish uh, or thought that I was... Um, up myself because I didn't smile or interact and it was simply related to the fact that I didn't want to smile because my smile was not something that I was proud of. If you add to that uh, the antibiotics that they used to try and stop the infection damaged my teeth so I had uh, it effectively makes your teeth yellow and grey and the top layer of enamel doesn't come through so you're left with uh, drug addict teeth which I had all of my life and I didn't actually have the funds to fix them until I was in my 40s. So you can imagine going into uh, early adult life that I was kind of fractured. Um, there was a quite dysfunctional family. I had very low self-esteem and I believe that the start of depression and anxiety um, started in my teens when I, that was the first time I tried to end my life because I just didn't feel worthy and I just wanted the pain of life to stop. So cut forward to um, I went nursing and of course when you go nursing back then we were hospital trained and so you started to learn about uh, mental illness and I decided very early on that I was never going to reveal the secret of my inner life and my inner what went on in my, in my brain. There was a stigma around mental health in that uh, back in those days and I didn't want it on my health record. I didn't want anyone to know what was going on in my head. I made friends with um, one of the doctors who uh, trained around and she, she actually got me to come and see her and sat me down and said, Tony, I think you have depression and let's see if we can get this sorted for you. I stormed out of her office uh, and thought, no, nah, no one's ever going to know about this. I'm going to manage it myself. Then through my 20s, 
um, I'm not sure if the listeners realise, but there's when you have childhood trauma of any description, and it, and it, and when I say trauma, that encompasses anything that triggers a traumatic response in your body. You are vulnerable as you head into life. So into my twenties, I was very vulnerable. I was searching for love and happiness. I'd never had a re, uh, a proper relationship with my father, so I was searching for that love and male companionship that I'd never had. Desperate for it, and so in that early part of my life, there was lots of really crappy stuff. So sexual assault, domestic violence, baby out of wedlock, uh, and toxic relationships. By the time I was thirty. I was divorced with two kids and I still wasn't looking after my own mental health. Into my 30s, I had yet another uh, violent, aggressive uh, relationship headed into my 40s uh, and this was still my pattern. In my 40s, I'd met a man who, for all intents and purposes, was a decent human being or so I thought. Um, he was a, had a good job, was a good provider, had the gift of the gab, and I was about to marry him. Uh, in the background of that, my mental health struggles had finally caught up to me. Mind you, I'd managed to be a high-functioning um, depressive personality. Um, I'd risen to the state levels of the health department and I'm coordinated and managed uh, statewide, linked, uh, statewide networks for high-level clinicians and nurses. So doing very well, uh, enjoying corporate life. But as many of, the, many of you that may know, corporate life is often quite toxic. You have ego-centered leaders versus heart-centered leaders. You have people on a career trajectory that will step on anyone who gets in their way. And combine all of that with what I'd experienced in my life and bang, I had my first nervous breakdown. Um, I didn't know what was happening. Luckily, I had an amazing uh, doctor who sat me down and said, Tony, you're entering a major depressive um, depression. If you don't allow me to help you, you will be hospitalized. And that scared the beeps out of me. And I'm like, no, 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 this can't happen. He said, you need to stop work. You need to rest your brain. You, you're, you are traumatized and you have never dealt with that trauma. You need to, or you will end up hospitalized or you'll leave the earth prematurely. Um, and as I sat crying in his office, I was just broken. I was so broken that I just, I could not stop crying and I felt worthless, hopeless, useless, useless. And it was a very deep, dark place. Into that period of my time, I stopped work. I started to take some medication and I started to get some therapy and counseling. Uh, I was about to marry this man who I thought was amazing, this man who hugged me every time he went out of the, the house, this man who told me he loved me every day, um, and this, this man that I thought was the answer to everything. Um, at that time, when I stopped work, I started to be home more often. 
there'd been ongoing issues between my daughter and myself and I thought that it was I thought I was the issue I thought I was a flawed mother and I thought that was the reason for her angst and her sadness and her behavioral issues two weeks before we we're about to get married um, she'd started to come home and, and talk to me in the middle of the day and there was a regaining of a beautiful relationship and I was really excited because I thought oh wow we're we're getting it together I didn't know what was about to happen um, this particular day my I was going to meet my best friend for lunch to talk about wedding plans and my daughter rang and said hey mum what are you doing today I said we're going out to lunch she said can I come with you and I was delighted. I was so excited. I really thought, oh, wow, this is fantastic. My best friend, my daughter, out to a girl's lunch. I couldn't be happier getting married in two weeks. So we went out to lunch and normal chit chat. And then my best friend turned to my daughter and said, uh, what's going on? And the look on my daughter's face I will never forget it. I see it in my dreams. I can still see it clearly now, uh, almost uh, 13 years later. Her face was grey, white, devoid of emotion. There were tears trickling out of her eyes and I just knew that something bad was about to happen. Um, my friend said to her, um, I don't need to know what's been happening, but you need to tell your mum. And the lunch ended abruptly and uh, we proceeded to go towards the car to drive home. And my daughter grabbed my keys and said, Mum, you can't drive. I need to tell you something. As we're driving, she started to explain that she had been abused for a very long time at the hands of this man I was about to marry. And at that point, when I didn't think that life could be any worse, it just got infinitely worse. I did three things in that moment. I called the police. I sent him a text message and said, I know everything. Do not come home. I never want to see you again. The wedding is cancelled. Do not contact me or anyone in my family. I didn't know then what I was going to hear in the coming months about what had transpired, but I knew that I couldn't allow him in and around me anymore. Um, when you talk about spirit and intuition in that moment for the first time in many, many years, spirit was with me and I worked intuitively for the first time. I called uh, family and said, this has happened. I don't know the details. And we went home to bunker down and wait for the police to arrive. The rest of what happened after that time is in the book and it was nothing short of horrendous. And that deep, dark, black, hopeless period of time led to phenomenal growth because I started to search and seek and research and read and learn about domestic violence, trauma, sexual abuse, the statistics. And I became very clear and focused that I was going to love, I was put on this earth to love this child unconditionally and no one else could do that that was my sole job and that's what I did so I researched and read and worked out all the things that I could possibly do to help her because statistically she was going to end up 
a drug addict, an alcoholic, or suicide. Now, all of those things transpired in her life at various stages in the ensuing years, but we managed to work our way through those. That sort of trauma at that key age in a girl's life leaves lifelong legacies that she needs to battle and heal with. And for the most part, she's done really well in doing that, Um, just so your listeners know. But as I started to work on myself and do that hard work of addressing the my thinking, my mindset and my beliefs, my face started to heal. And for the first time in my life, I had a left-sided dimple, which I have to this day. And the face that you see on uh, the show today is not the face that I grew up with. And even though I still think it's pretty flawed, it's it's a beautiful smile and I can look in the mirror and go, it's Tony, it's a beautiful smile and it's okay. So a lot of that work happened in my 40s. And then in uh, as I healed and started to tell elements of my story, people started to say, you need to write. You need to tell people about this. You need to offer the hope that deep trauma can lead to a happy, uh, wonderful life. And that was why I wrote the book the way that I did. I didn't write it to um, give blame to anything, but just a simple, this is, these are the things and these are the behaviours that lead to this sort of thing in, in people that are growing up. Um, has the book been cathartic for me? Absolutely. Has there been uh, family backlash? You better believe it, which only makes me want to talk about these issues and family dysfunction the impact that trauma has on our lives I only want to talk about it more because the more people that know and hear that this has a lifelong impact on you the better the world's going to be because we need to heal our trauma if you don't heal your trauma it will show up as mental illness or chronic physical disease So you need to address these things and you're not going to address them if you don't talk about them. Um, And that was part of the key for me that I needed to start talking about some of the deep, dark stuff that went on in my brain and that happened in my life. Needed to unpack it, look at it, examine it, heal it and move on. And I believe that that will be part of what I do until the day I die. There will always be things. Um, There will always be stuff that you need to be working on, but I'm, here today to tell you that there is happiness wholeness when you start to do that work Kerry and I have had a little bit of a conversation before we come on the show this morning and Kerry too um, we have lots of similarities Um, Kerry writes extensively about the mother wound and the generational uh, impact of not healing those things so I'm absolutely aligned in what Kerry talks about Uh, in needing to heal generational issues. Our souls come back to this earth with the principal purpose of healing and growing and learning. And if you don't do that, if you don't believe that you're a unique, amazing being with unique talents and messages for the world, whatever that message looks like, it doesn't have to be a big broad vision of your life or a purpose it could be just in quietly serving and giving to others 
Um, for others of us, that vision is massive. We have a massive uh, desire. We've been given an, a, a, a privilege, I believe, that encourages us to step out of our comfort zone, not, not sometimes, but all the time. I believe that I've been given this gift to challenge what people think and say, to challenge the keeping of secrets and to shine the light on the secrets that surround us and keep us in trauma and don't allow us to live our best lives because that's what you want to do. You, you've got one life. You've got one lifetime to get this right. And if you deprive the world of the best version of you, you're going to come back again until you do it. So why not do it in this lifetime? Why not do the work that leads you to the best and most brilliant and most unique person? Because there's only one Kerry Hummingbird. There's only one Tony Lontis. And lots of people can do stuff that's similar to us. But the people that Kerry speaks to can only hear that message from Kerry. The people that I speak to can only hear that message from me. So what are you depriving the world of by not healing and working on yourself and not following that intuition that God gave you? What are you depriving yourself of in terms of the life that you could lead simply because you want to keep that secret silent? So for me, the book led to so many other things. I've continued and continue on my healing journey each and every day. I learn and grow and I talk to amazing people like Kerry all the time who instantly gives me more than I could ever ask for in terms of knowledge and understanding, empathy um, and, and spiritual brilliance. So for me, I've come from writing a book um, I segued into uh, online radio and now I have a whole range of live streaming shows um, across Eastern and Western America. And I broadcast from my home in Australia, uh, across to the servers in the US and then out to the world. So podcasting for me is actually a byproduct of the live shows that I do. And I wouldn't be here I wouldn't suggest so for the listeners to get a grasp of how much you need to grow. So when I wrote the book, I was too scared to get on a Zoom or make a call to someone I didn't know. And when uh, the conversation about podcasting led to an offer to have my own show, I was petrified. I spent the first six months of the show being physically ill as soon as I got in front of that microphone, but I did it and I did it and I did it because something tweaked in me that this is what I needed to do. And I discovered a passion that I never knew existed. If you told me uh, in, in my younger life that I would have an international live streaming radio show, I would have laughed at you because there was no way that this imperfect person was gonna show up in the world in any way, shape or form. But as the vision got stronger and as my desire to help more people got bigger, I kept doing the work. I kept focusing on healing and dealing and it's hard work, it's painful work, but it's so worth it, guys. It's 
it's so worth it to live the life that you dream of and that you want and you know when you get there because things flow people come into your life just as Carrie came into my life and and I have to say this when your life is in flow and you're doing what you're meant to do that you're following your intuition people come into your life and they just my heart's beating at the moment really because of that connection that I feel to Kerry and that's only because I would never have met Kerry never Kerry would have never been in my my sphere of knowledge and understanding or my realm of connectivity if I wasn't walking in the flow of my life and believe me the universe will just connect you with the people that you need to speak to that need to hear your message and if you absolutely believe that like Kerry and I do then the people then the rest is just it just flows it's easy and you just keep doing what you're doing consistently day in day out and the people that need to hear the message will hear the message and that's how we change the world that's how we heal people. That's how we encourage people to live their best, their best life. That's how we heal mother wounds. Because there will be people listening to this show that go, oh, my God, what is that? Connect uh-huh. with Kerry. Kerry's got an amazing book coming out soon. And you will understand the importance of healing those wounds and the importance of healing them, not for you. This is not about you. This is about the generations that come after you because genetically speaking, our trauma sits in our genes and it gets passed on to our children until you heal it. Once it's healed, it's done and dusted. There's new lessons to learn. There's new healings to do, but you've knocked off that big one. I want to heal my generations. I don't want my grandchildren to suffer as I've had. I don't want my granddaughters being told what they have to do. I want my granddaughters to intuitively know early in their life that this is their life path and they have permission to do that. They have permission to speak and seek and live their lives as unique human beings. That's the world I want my grandkids to grow up in. And that's part of what Carrie and I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's so powerful. So privileged. So privileged to talk to amazing people like Kerry. That would have never happened if I hadn't done the work and I hadn't stepped outside myself and realized that this is about a bigger vision. Yeah, it's about a bigger vision. This is where it's like, it seems selfish, right? So there's that word selfish. Yes. And that's a word that's used you know, toward me Correct. with my family of origin, it seems selfish yes. to do this work and it'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to write this book called Healing the Mother Wound. So that's selfish towards my mom, but actually it's not because it's not about her. It's, it's not. really about yeah. the generational healing that is happening right now on the planet for everybody. So like, Absolutely. this is not about bashing moms. Let's just say like our no. moms through the generations, they have struggled. We love our moms. Yeah, yes, they have, we, we see what mom. they've been through. We see all the yes. struggle that's been happening for we generation see. after generation after generation after generation. And we yes. say no to it now. Yes. We say we are healing yes, we that do. now. We are not doing that anymore. Enough, enough, enough. Enough, and enough, yes, enough. The, the backlash from people who are largely unhealed themselves is quite a burden to bear and I know that Kerry understands this because we've had many conversations about the backlash from unhurt healed people but greater than the pain of that and it is painful sometimes greater than that 
is the knowledge that we need to talk about this. There are many generations of women who need to heal the mother wound. And it's imperative that we get that work done now. So I will continue to do what I do despite the attacks that come my way. Because this is not about me. This is not about my mum. And let me say I love my mum unconditionally that she did the best job she could do. But I need to do this work. And we need to talk about this work, Kerry. It's vitally important. The next 10 years will be some of the most amazing spiritually enlightened and beautiful years that we will ever face and I want to be prepared to that for that I want to yeah, be and we have to prepare our, we have to prepare our girls you know to know yes. what's appropriate and what's not appropriate same for our boys I mean this yes. mother wound doesn't just affect women it's like everybody because we Correct. all come from a mother yes we all come out of a mother's mm. only way to get to this planet so if yeah. we're going to do that, we have to understand like all of these dynamics that are running through the, the collective, they're all based Correct. in the mother wound. They're all based in this denial of the feminine matriarchal power and the benefit of it. It's not like a power over thing. It's not like trying to have, you know, okay, it's, now we, the divine feminine matriarch is going to stomp on the patriarchy. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not it's about, about it. It's, it's about giving honoring. voice to the feminine and it's yeah. a powerful strength of energy that needs to start filtering its way across the world because things need to change. We need to end the patriarchy. And again, that's not to stomp on men. That's to empower women so that their voices are raised and the strength of the feminine energy starts to make the differences that we need to see. The differences include leadership, uh, the treatment of women, slavery, women having choices. Uh, it goes to consent and rape and all the things that happen across our planet will be reduced by women having a powerfully quiet feminine voice. And again, it's not about women being men. It's about women uh, understanding the power that they hold in their feminine essence and it's a beautiful thing and it needs to be recognized as something that can change the world because I don't believe that the masculine energy can change the world I believe that it has to be a feminine energy in collaboration with the mas masculine energy and so women need to rise up to that equal place for that to happen and we're not there yet and we need to and we need to do the work and we need to do it now yeah absolutely i couldn't agree with you more and it's you know it's like the healing is ancestral so every time we heal ourselves yes. we're healing seven generations, heal generations back and forward yes so yes and you know yes. we have to talk about it you can't heal it without talking about it i love that you said that it, there's yeah. like my mom's generation and maybe we share the same mom generation we do it's very we like do. don't talk about it don't air your don't talk laundry. don't speak do not speak about Correct. it pretend it's not happening hide Correct. it you know stuff yes. it down deal with that in your private therapy don't session don't talk about that in public yes. and they just hate yes. social media for that reason because if it's not like showing how wonderful you are and how perfect and it's like talking about something know. hard. They're like, don't talk about that on social yes. media. That's not for public consumption. Yes. That's You're not supposed to talk about yes. your family or anything else like that on social media. Yeah, and, absolutely. But there I'm is a line. I'm here to tell you that. 
there we is a line to. too. We, we have, have to, to with compassion and understanding and also honoring people's privacy. And love. Like, so there yes. is that balance of like, how do we honor? This is a, I think this is a navigation that we all personally will go through as we redefine. Correct. You know, these conversations as we start to realize that we're all part of the same mechanism, the same collective consciousness, yes. and we're experiencing pieces yes. of that. Yes. That we'll yes. have to find a way to, I, I'm personally navigating how to have this conversation without it being about a specific person that birthed me. Because it's not really yes. about that. It's like about no, a theme a... that runs through the collective, a pattern. Yeah. And we're dismantling yes. that pattern. Yes. So it's not about yes. a specific person. It's more about the pattern. And yes. I experienced the pattern. And it's, it's not. Yeah. It's difficult to talk about without referencing our mothers. And um, I too, I, I so agree with you, Kerry. It's such a struggle to do this work, to talk about these things without talking about people that are close to us. And I have to say it again, it's always done with love, unconditional love and healing. So I wish um, my own mother nothing but the best. Is she part of my life? No, but that's also a loving boundary that I've put in place because I feel called to help women with this stuff. I'm not saying that that will go on forever. I'm not saying that, that I won't ever speak to her again, but I have to do this work. That's the price, is that boundary that I have to keep. And unless, uh, and that the other thing is that they are also responsible for their own healing they're responsible for their own journey and it's not up to me to force that on them but I'm going to continue on my journey because it's important isn't it Kerry it is I like that you said that too it's like they're on their own journey actually when I was getting finishing yes. up the book um healing the mother wound and I was preparing the final version to go out to to my testimonial people I was yes. having a lot of resistance to finishing it and I was noticing, wow, I'm really yes. resistant to finishing this book. Okay. What's going on? Yeah. You know? And yes. it was this feeling of like loyalty. It's like my loyalty to my mom, so strong. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. finally, I had to guide to do some plant medicine ceremony with that because I was having a hard yes. time like releasing that loyalty and that attachment to yes. her yes. opinion or whatever. And I yes. was like, okay. Yes. So then I got this message, like the divine mother just came into me and she just said, Carrie, you're not her teacher. I am. Yes. Don't you think I'm That's asking, right. I never ask you to do anything if it's not needed. And this is yep. needed. And, uh, and she's yes. like, you do what you're here to do and just let me, let because me you do. don't know like what she needs to learn and it's none of your business. That's right. So That's right. whatever Absolutely. she needs to learn from you doing that, if you don't do this thing, that won't initiate the lesson that she needs she to learn. She may not, yes. You need to do it so that, it initiates that lesson. Yes. So hard. That, that, I'm not sure that <laughs> it is. It's incredibly hard. It is because you want to save from, and protect from, your mom just like you do your kids. Yes. Yes. But you can't because yes. they have Absolutely. their own lessons, you know, and, and there's one teacher, you know, so yes, <laughs> on earth. Right. So, yeah and no. that's right that's that's the thing that I've struggled with too Carrie is that knowledge that you have to do this this tough stuff because 
if you don't, then it's not going to trigger the lessons and the learning that they need to do. So I'm getting quite teary listening to you because there's an understanding and an empathy there that 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 I share with you about the toughness of this 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 work and this situation. And um, I would love nothing to jump on the phone to my mum. There's days when I long for an interaction, but I know that if I did that, it would be toxic. It would not, it would not uh, result in something that was helpful and it would be harming. So I don't until spirit leads me to do that. There will be a time when that happens, but at the moment I know that I just have to rest and understand that I need to keep doing what I'm doing because that leads to lessons, understandings, learning and healing for other people. Again, it's and to give each person the dignity it's about yeah yes the dignity of their own path and the dignity of when they learn something or don't learn it and I was also trying to force like I was like okay well hurry up and accept this body of work before I publish it so that I don't have to feel bad about it and that also is like deflecting my own work so I finally had to let that go too and just be like I I gave her an advanced review I said this is what's going to go in the public and you have four months to come to terms with it or not I gave her a long yes. window of time. It was done like four months yes. ahead of time. So, yeah. okay. Um, and you if know, you don't want to, you don't want to, then that's okay. That's has she choice. responded, Kerry? She just, has you she know, responded? she just I did the same thing. wants me to stop I just talking. Got, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Just don't do just it. If you say, don't I've, do it, we can be yes. together. We can have a relationship. But if yes. you do it, then we can't. Yes. And we, kind, yes. kind of thing. Same, same. And that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it works it, fine, it doesn't. but it does, it, you know, the thing is like, I then have to move forward. That's basically it. It's like, yes. this is yeah. the work that needs to get done on the planet. I'm the one put in place to yes. do this as part of a collective movement. And I'm just going to yes. have to let the chips fall where they may. And then maybe beyond the veil, Correct. when she goes back beyond the veil, she'll then have the clarity to see, oh, that's right. I forgot. That's what it was about. Yeah. yeah it wasn't yeah, about yeah. me. Yeah, it was yeah. about this thing that's going on on earth. And I forgot I was said I would do that <laughs> like you know because yeah. I think that sometimes yeah. we might choose lives either you know and I'm not really here to speculate on my mom's soul age but I think that I think sometimes we we make soul agreements and sometimes those soul agreements require a great deal of earth amnesia in order to fulfill it yes. and not only that but yes. you know like a lot of people in my in our demographic are talking about the narcissism yes. aspect of the generation before yes. like like the denial yes. and the I'm not going to admit it and hide it yes. and be perfect yes. on picture, but then yes. keep all the shit in the closet. Yep. That's a very narcissistic yep. way of looking at things is like, well, how else are you going to hold the biggest shadow? I mean, think about it. Like, yes. this is the movement out of the patriarchy. This, this, my, my yes. our parents' generation, Absolutely. ours and then our children's is the pivot. Like, that yes. means that they're holding the deepest shadow of the manipulative feminine yes. in their yes. field on the way out. Yes. You could not be yes. an empathic, empathetic person, an empath person, and hold all yes. of that at the same time would be too painful. That's too much Absolutely. to ask. Absolutely. So, it of is. course, it they is. can't feel it. Of course, it's narcissistic. Of course, they're like, oh, there's nothing yes. wrong with me. Because how do you hold yes. all that suffering that has got to be yes. held, all that darkness, all that shadow yes. on the way out? You can't yeah. if you're feeling I, it. It's too much. 
it would be too much, wouldn't it? And then I we know come in and we I... have to feel everything because, yes. Yes. you know, because yes. yes. we're healing yes. it. We're actually yes. healing it. We can't heal yes. it if we don't feel it. Yes. So we feel yes. it all the whole, Absolutely. our whole generation is the feelers. We feel it all. And we're like, how do yes. they not feel this? We do. Because they can't, yeah. they're holding yeah. the shadow. It's too much. But we have yeah. to, yeah. they're actually doing a big service. And yeah, we just have to holding change our, it on our, our behalf. perception. Stop being so judgmental which about is a it. Really, which is a really loving way to look at it, Kerry. Like it, it, that is a very loving understanding to to realize that they are holding that so that we can heal the next generation. That is a beautiful, that's beautiful to think of it that way. And um, yes, but that don't speak, don't talk about it. I'm going to sue you if you do talk about it. Like that's what I've been dealing with and Kerry has been dealing with in the last little while, but it's not, it can't stop. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about these things until it becomes so commonplace understanding that the world is healed as a whole because there's a ripple effect. So Kerry has the people around her and it ripples out to her network so I have the people around me and it ripples out to my network we converge and go like this and there'll be other people out in the external that will have the same or similar message and it happens and that's how the energy spreads out across the world and that needs to happen in this next 10 years and this is the start of it I believe this is the start of it, yeah. And as we were talking about before the show, because we're recording this at the end of 2020, by, by the way, but it's not going to go out until yes. April. So yes. we'll, you guys are hearing this in yes. April. We already can. We yes. already know the energy in April is going to be very different than what we're feeling right now. Beautiful. And yes. right. And yes. so, like, basically yes. in 2021, if you haven't gotten the download yet about it, or if you're not experiencing it yet, the 2021 mm. experience is pretty much going to be and is, you know, wonderful if you did your work in 2020. Yes. If you didn't, it's yeah. okay. I love you. You're out there. It's all right. Don't worry. If you weren't motivated yeah. in 2020 right. to do work, be, then dig in now because be you don't want to wait till 2022. Because <laughs> so, it'll be even harder if you haven't done the work. So just realize yeah. that the, the volume is going to get turned up every oh. year until mm -hmm. every last soul on the planet has chosen to come along. One Yes. Because also we're all going to the next octave. So as we, as you yes. submit, then you move into the next octave. Yes. You flow with it. Everything's yes. fine. If you don't come along yes. well, and you dig your heels in, it gets more uncomfortable. So you don't want to do that. Because that's the, do the work. That's right. That's the thing, Carrie. We are um, supposed to have an abundant life. Our life is supposed to be filled with abundance and flow and happiness with moments of hard work and sadness but that's our highest that's our human experience that's what it should be so if people get this and we have this healing then lots of amazing things we could see the end of all the patriarchal type leadership situations we could we can change the fact that there's poverty we can change the fact that there's rich and poor there becomes a universal conscious equality and isn't that the world that that you want to live in like isn't that how it should be where people are equal and you don't have to worry about paying the rent because there's someone who's a bit more abundant who who is led to help like that's the world 
spirit-led humanity. Exactly right. And we get there by doing the hard work. It's like, it's so funny because most people avoid transformation work because of the fear that gets kicked up. But actually the fear is exactly the thing you need to dive into because it's, it's just, that's, what's holding you back from claiming the garden. If you don't, you know, if you don't move through the fear, you can't claim the garden. So you have to do that. That's the eight, eight, eight. That's the work. It's like extra diligent, disciplined, staying clear, spiritual path, hard work in that sense. And, you know, and then that reaps all the rewards because you move through the fear and into the love. And that's where we're, that's what we're doing. So we just have to do it. Carrie, the other, the other (laughs) thing is that like you feel the, the fear and you do it anyway. And can I tell you, when yes. you do it anyway, it gets easier. So you just have to walk through that door once and then it gets easier. Every You're time. You're not going to stop feeling the fear. You're not going to stop feeling uncomfortable, but it gets easier. Once you do it, you do it consistently and off you go. It becomes easier. So now when I get in front of the microphone, only occasionally when I've got a big interview will I feel that sick anxiety and again it'll prompt me to go okay what am I feeling why am I feeling that way you're okay you are equal to this task and it just dissipates and that's the thing once you do it once step into that fear whatever it is that's holding you back it will get better you just got to take that first step though you know exactly and if you don't take the first step you don't open, open the magic door and step through no. and go, oh, that was an, a total illusion. Like, it's kind of like you walk yes. through the door and then you look and there's nothing there. It's like, well, yeah, I thought there yeah. was some block and there's no block. Yes. It's all yeah. in your mind. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know, I know. And, and you're not, you know, the, the other thing is I've learned is that when you get these messages, when you finally tuned in and you get the messages from spirit and from your ancestors and guides yes. and, and they say, do this thing. And you're like, but if I do that thing, I'm really <laughs> going to upset certain people in my life. And yes. if you just yes. do it, there is a bumpy road. It is they rocky. Will... I don't want to say it's not because but... it is, but yes, it will but... sort itself out eventually. It'll sort itself out yes. and, and the truth will be revealed. That's the thing. The truth yes. will be yes. revealed in its own time. And, spirit- and when it does, they'll usually come back to you and say, you know what? I realized yes. why you did that. Yes. And spirit <laughs> looks after so you, you and rewards you, doesn't it, Kerry? Like yeah. the spirit will, it's like it envelops you in a Teflon coated shield whilst you do that work. And uh, plenty of stone allies do- on your altar. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lots of stone yes. allies to protect you. <laughs> and tobacco. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. always blowing the tobacco yes. everywhere. I'm like, because until your energy yeah. elevates, you're sort of like in the same paradigm yes. as all this negativity. So you really, it's Correct. like, if you, you don't want the negativity, it up. you've got to go through your own negativity. Because if you don't go through your own yes. negativity, you'll never get through that yep. part and you'll keep receiving negativity. Yep. But if you just move through yes. it, basically, if other people are being negative, at that point, you don't feel it. You that's just their feel stuff. neutral. You're like, oh, that's Correct. that's theirs. Yep. Okay, well, all right. You're feeling that. Yep. I, I have yep. empathy yep. and I'm not going to change what I'm doing because yes. I'm doing what Spirit's telling me. And I know what side Absolutely. of my, my bread my is buttered. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to do what Spirit it, says. Until you, yes. 
and until you actually do that you don't realize the fruits and the the wonder and the beauty and the the love that's on the other side so I, I you know just do the work just, just do, do the work, work. commit to it just get heal uncomfortable that, heal that shit share your shit talk about it get it out yeah. in the open yeah. yeah, because like we've all got, here's a secret. We all have gone through so many similar things. Absolutely. Like, that's the secret. Absolutely. There's yeah. like nothing to hide. Not We're alone. all going through the same stuff. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in different nothing, ways. Yeah. And, and do you know when you start talking about that stuff, it ceases to have power in your life. It ceases mm-hmm. to control your mind. It ceases to create negativity. The moment you start talking about it, the moment you shed light on it, it ceases to have power over you. Yeah, and this is about freedom. It's about being free. Yep. So if yes. you want to be free and you want to be in the flow, well, you have to surrender all your self-judgments, all of your shame, yes. all your guilt, all your blame, all your worry, yes. all your victim no longer on the victim yeah. corner can have to let that go and yeah. you know and then yeah. heal and then you, you step into a whole yes. nother paradigm which we're already emerging into which is pretty awesome people yes. you want to be it here is. with us it it's is fun. you i was just gonna say you want to be <laughs> so in much this better because it's good and it's and it's better and it's worth it it is so worth it it, it is worth it it's worth it. And you can just tiptoe right through the tulips and have your journey while yeah. other people are getting like this right yes. in front of you. And you just yes. waltz right around it and you're like, oh, they're doing this. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's basically like <laughs> that. Right. It kind of gets to that place. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. We've got about 10 years. I think that I got the same download you got 10 years of this yes. transition yes and it's going to be a whole yes. new earth on the other side of this like you won't even believe how yes. fast it i actually listened to yeah. and i think i told you this before but i listened to um richard rudd um an interview with him from yes Jinkies, and he was talking about mm. the because you know i love the yeah, butterfly Jinkies. yes the yeah, yeah, butterfly. yeah 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 he was talking about the dragonfly transition which is like right apparently dragonflies it's like almost instant like it's not like the butterfly. At least the butterfly's got to be inside a cocoon. Oh. And all this. Apparently, the dragonfly is like this water creature that swims, and then yes, all of yes, a sudden, yes, yes. it just wants to climb up some stalk of grass and get on the sun. And then the sun hits its wings, yes. and it goes through like a lightning fast transition. Instantaneous. Oh, that wow. got me thinking. Like this is the, this is the lightning evolution. This is an evolutionary yes. leap that we've talked about yes. other times have happened throughout human history. The evolutionary uh-huh. leap, it's like, was a caveman and, and then there wasn't. Yes. And there, right? Yes. And the caveman yes. just disappears. Yes. Well, that's what we're doing yes. right now. That's it right here. Yeah. It's an evolutionary leap. Yeah, and yeah. anybody who doesn't come along just yeah. becomes like a caveman. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I- we need to that's the next human evolution is that understanding of conscious and spirit and and what we as human beings have the ability to create in our lives by how we manage what goes on in our heads absolutely yes gosh this has been amazing um i could talk to you for hours tony seriously i know i love talking to you too carrie it's amazing (laughs) but i know that we have to finish up 
You do. So, um, so, so radio Tony is her show and I'll send you a link to, um, our interview on, on Tony's show. And, uh, so also what else can they do to check you out? Like how, how do they get started with you besides the radio show? Yeah. Yeah. I have my own website uh, to TonyLontis.com, RadioTony.com. Radio Tony is focused on um, the shows and who's coming up and who's co-hosting. And and I've got a wonderful series of shows at the moment called Tackling Trauma with Tracy and Tony, where we talk about the impacts of trauma on people's lives and what it shows up as in our body, mind and spirit. And um, so that will be going until Christmas. And if you want to know any more about the other shows, they'll be on radiotony.com. Carrie and I are going to sort out an interview towards the end of the year as well. Once I can get into Carrie's schedule, she's got a few things coming up. But yes, Carrie and I will be having um, an interview as well. And um, tonylontis.com, that's where I have lots of my lovely um, ebooks downloadables i've got a hope therapy course coming up shortly which will release hopefully before christmas got an online radio and podcasting course that's released at the moment but either of those sites there's lots of downloads and lots of freebies lots of ebooks and information so that i can give back to you and give you the information you need to live that better life Um, and yes Kerry and I will have an interview coming up probably towards the end of the year and um, that will be equally fun to listen to. Awesome. Well, thank you for so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom and having such a, like your powerful story and your words of inspiration just really touched my heart. I know that it touched everybody out there as well. And so if you really felt moved by this conversation with Tony, go ahead and like and share. Give us a nice rating on iTunes or YouTube, wherever you found it, because that's how the engines decide it's important is when you engage with it. Yes. So put a comment, share it out, give it to people that you think might watch it and then just let it go. Cause if they watch it or not, it doesn't matter. You did your part, you shared, you connected. So thank you for doing that. And we're going to give you kisses now. Want to give kisses? we give kisses on the way out so here they come everybody oh we love you so much here kisses we do we'll see you you next time thank you tony and we'll see you next time on soul nectar show everybody bye for now to dive in deeper to nourishing conversation visit soulnectar.show Take a sip from the drip of nectar From the source of who you are Yeah, yeah